Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortuna Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So today we're going to be talking about something very important. We've called it struggles with praying. By now we know that prayer is a non-negotiable in the life of a believer. We cannot claim to be one with God and not be in constant communication and communion with him. If we say that prayer is partnering with God's willingness to have his will done on the earth, then it means that it is a dear desire for us to always be in that place where we leverage the authority of Christ to see his will done on this earth. Now, while it is something that most of us realize how important it is, it is still an area that most Christians struggle with. Some of us only pray when we're in need or when we're in gatherings corporately. And we forget that prayer is not just a benefit for us individually, but a tool to make power available in all aspects of life and society. So today, we're going to talk about five ways to practically deal with prayerlessness or five ways to conquer our struggle with praying. So let's get right into it. Number one, we must always remind ourselves that prayer is a command and not an option. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. It wasn't something that God left optional for us to choose. He didn't say pray when you're happy. He didn't say pray only when you're in need. He didn't say pray only when you go to church. Pray without ceasing. It is important that we realize that this is a command that the Father has given to us, his children. And what happens when a soldier receives a command from his commander what does he do he takes that command immediately and he executes it so it's never a question of should i do i feel like it it is a command that the father has given to us and if nothing because we are obedient children we should give ourselves to a life of prayer we should also remind ourselves of jesus christ who is the standard and the model for all of us as believers if we see jesus who is god himself praying to the father then what should stop us who are human beings, fully flesh, fully man, in as much as we have the spirit of God in us, we still have the flesh that we battle with daily. What should stop us from praying to the Father if we see that Jesus Christ mirrored this same life? Now, these are the things that we need to think on so that we can challenge ourselves to a life of prayer because it's a command that has been given to us by the Father. Number two, It is important that you identify your triggers for praying and expose yourselves to them as often as possible. Now, this might be be new news to someone listening to this right now. Prayer does have triggers. I personally have songs that I listen to that spur me into deep atmospheres of prayer. Now, I use those songs so often, especially times when I don't feel up to it. Now, it's important that we get to a place where we are never led by our feelings because remember that your flesh is constantly fighting in opposition to the spirit. The flesh wants what it wants and the spirit wants what God wants. You cannot always starve your spirit in order to feed your flesh because there will be no spiritual growth. And what are we trying to do? We are trying trying to attain the person of Jesus. We are trying to be transformed until we look like Jesus, who is the standard for us as believers. So for some of you, 
you need to find some of those songs, some of those chants, because they do help when you don't feel like it's when you want to pray, but you somehow are not in that atmosphere. Some of those songs will spoil you into the atmosphere. They will spoil you into that place where you just pray, just open up your heart and your mind to God. And from somewhere deep inside of your spirit, it just begins to come out. It just begins to flow out. And the best way to get yourself into the mood of prayer is praying. When you start praying, you don't even understand. It's like a spirit comes upon you, an atmosphere, just a presence. And then you just continue in that place of prayer. So this is me encouraging you right now. If you're listening to this and you don't have songs or chants or some of those things that take you to that place, it might be wise for you to start exposing yourself to things like that. For some people, it is messages. When you listen to some preachers preach, they automatically spoil you to pray. And if this would help us in ensuring that we are constantly in communion with God through prayer, then we might as well expose ourselves to it as often as we can. Number three, use Bible study to pray. Now, we don't pray what we want or what we think. We must always be praying the mind and the will of God, which is found in his word. The Bible tells us that the spirit of God is making intercessions for us. He, he, he's uttering groanings. He helps us to pray. The spirit of God in you teaches you so that you can pray the will of the Father. We don't just appear in the place of prayer and pray as we feel or as we think. We need to pray as led by God's spirit. And how do we ensure that the spirit of God in us is even awake to lead us in prayer? We must be reading the Bible. We must be studying the word of God. Now, it's important that we get to that place where we are making everything that we read a prayer. As you study the Bible, you pick out, okay, how does this tell me more about God? How does it influence me to live a life that glorifies and pleases God? From those things, you begin to pray about it. You don't just read a scripture and just flip through it and keep moving. No, you have to study, ask yourself questions that will point you more to the person of God, that will point you more to the person of Jesus, that would make you more a person that the Father is pleased with. So I am encouraging you right now, make your Bible study times times of prayer. This is why you cannot be studying the Bible without praying. You pray before you study the Bible, while you are studying the Bible, and even after, because it is a spirit that makes the Bible what it is. Remember that anyone can pick up the Bible and just read it, the words, and it will make no sense to them. It is a spirit that makes sense of the words that, is, that God has inspired people to write. It is that spirit that opens our hearts and our minds to see, to perceive, to hear. So this is an encouragement to you when you sit to read the bible ensure that you are not just making it just a um i have to do this kind of thing ensure that you are communicating with the spirit of god and when you are done ask yourself questions and from those questions and answers make prayers because it is the prayer that is consistent with the will of god that god is committed to answering not the prayer that we want not the prayer that we feel not the prayer that we desire number four Give yourself a routine until it becomes a habit and have accountability partners. Now, this is for every single one of us. Prayer is not just something that comes upon you. You know, you don't just love to pray when you give your life to Christ. You don't just wake up, you know, the day after you've given your life to Christ and you're like, oh, I want to spend the whole day in prayer. This is a habit that develops with time. Growing in Christ takes time. It is nothing instant. It is a progressive journey. And this is where people often forget it. You find someone who just gave their life to Christ two days ago and they're just feeling so discouraged, so frustrated because they don't feel like praying. They don't feel like reading their Bible. 
I am here to tell you that it is a progressive journey. Even you who has been in the faith for years and you are still struggling with it, it is fine. As long as you are making, taking baby steps, you are progressively, you know, putting yourself in places where you will, you know, feel the desire and the need to pray. For some people, if it has to do with making a routine, if you want to say every single day, 6 to 7 a.m. I am praying or every single day, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. I am praying. If it gets to that point, ensure that you have a routine. Now, what routines do for us is that they form habits. When you do something over a period of time, science actually says that when you do something consistently for 21 days, it becomes a habit. Now, if science is even helping us in how to grow our spiritual life, please, why are we not engaging these information that science is providing for us so for someone listening to this right now you need to start a routine you can start with 20 minutes start with 30 minutes and move on from there but if it would help you to have a consistent prayer life it is important that you give yourself to these disciplines including a routine number five have a prayer book and take off answers as they come it will feed your faith now these are some of the practical ways that i've seen that god has helped me grow my prayer life particularly this year do you have any idea how satisfying it is for you to pray about something god gives you the answer and you go into a place where you're recording and you take it off do you have any idea what it does to your faith what it does to your spirit man you just suddenly in as much as we believe that god is able to do all things when you do practical things like that it pumps you up it pump not you as a person it pumps your spirits so your spirit is now realizing god indeed can't do anything you're not just knowing it in your in, in your heart is in your head sorry it's moving to your heart because you have seen it you've seen god actually come through and you're taking it off so this is me encouraging you right now maybe you need to get a prayer book maybe you need to get a journal where you write out this request as led by the spirit of god now that you're getting a book and you're writing all the things that you desire all the things that your flesh desires no it's more than that you need to write requests as the spirit of god enables you and as god comes through take these things off what i do i use a highlighter i use a a very bright highlighter it's lemon green the other one is orange and i highlight it and every day when i open that journal i am literally all smiles because i'm like god you you indeed are faithful you are true you are you keep to your word indeed you are not a man that you should lie and if you get to this place it spurs you on to pray now in that prayer book what you'd also find is that it's not just you writing about as people speak to you about their needs about their desires about their struggles and their problems you begin to write these things down as well in that prayer journal that prayer book and when they come back and they tell you oh god answered you go back there you take it off so prayer is not just about us it's so much bigger so much more than us if prayer makes power available that power is not just for you it's not just for your family it is for the world it's for nations god in the right now you know this year particularly god has raised you know armies of intercessors people that are standing in the gap for nations people that are standing in the gap for presidents for families and if you're still caught up just praying for yourself it's something that you need to stop and ask yourself why am i a christian am i just a christian just to be by myself have you forgotten that god left the 99 to go and save the one and as god saves us god expects that we do the same we go out in search of ones so one way that we can go out in search of a one is by praying for them we all of us have one or two friends who are yet to come to the knowledge of god 
we can spend time laboring for these people in prayer. Don't just wait until you have the opportunity to say, Jesus, Lord, you give your, give your life to Christ. Before that opportunity arises, be praying for them. Labor over their lives in the place of prayer. Ultimately, remember that it is in prayer that we look most like Jesus and that we are transformed to his image. You know, my prayer is that we will not be prayerless Christians who proclaim God but deny his power. We cannot just always go and be defending God with words. You know, sometimes there must be a demonstration of power. And that is my prayer, that we grow to a point where we have this power that is already made available to us. You know, as we spend time in prayer, that we will begin to demonstrate the work, the miracle, the signs of God. Because this power is actually available. God said that we will do much more than he has done. Now, this is also to remind you, you know, I just want to conclude by reminding you that God understands okay god is not man god is not looking out for who prayed the most god is not saying who didn't pray today i'm not going to be with this person i'm not going to give this person what they asked for no god is not petty god is not petty always remind yourself that now the devil might try to you know use your prayerlessness to begin to sow guilt and shame into your life always remember that god never condemns god does convict but he does not condemn now you might get to a place because i've gone to that place when i don't pray i feel so uncomfortable so uncomfortable and you might get to that place now you be careful not to you know mistake those feelings for the devil but when you begin to feel things like shame and guilt and condemnation straight up you must realize that is the devil sowing seeds that are not of God. We will go through situations. You know, I remember when my dad suffered a stroke. I went through a period of I wasn't praying at all because I, I I didn't have the words. I couldn't pray. I was just spending time in the place of worship. Okay, I was worship, and God told me, he said that was enough. For some people. All you can utter sometimes is tears. You know, something has happened in your life. You don't have the words. You're just crying out to God. I promise you, God hears and God sees. He's making words. He's making prayers. He's doing his will with those tears. So never feel that because I'm not, you know, saying that words, because I'm not praying to God, God is paying no attention to me. No, it's more than that, okay? God is not man. So it's important that you also remind yourself, but we must never get to a place where we are settled in that place of prayerlessness, where we are satisfied that we are not praying and we are doing nothing to change it the spirit of god is in us to help us to fight you know fleshiness to fight worldliness and to spur us into the atmosphere and the place of prayer and i know that god is going to keep helping us so thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast and i hope you found one or two things that would help you to pray more and pray better this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye